Hello, welcome to NC Asian American Ministries podcast. My name is Sammy Ju, your host. What is your New Year's resolution for 2022? You might have some something like, I want to grow a few inches taller, or I want to read five books, at least five books for this year, or I want to lose my weight, or I want to develop, increase my social skill. You have might have thousands of lists of New Year's resolution. Those are all great. However, is there anybody who have a resolution like this? I want to make a friends or I want to have a really good fellowship with some people. Well, may, maybe very few people might have this New Year's resolution like this because most of our New Year's resolution centered around myself. I want to grow in this. I want to develop my skill and whatnot. However, I think fellowship is very, very important. Sometimes or most of times, it is much more important than personal development or skill increasement, increasing. So we have to have a really good、um, fellowship for not only for ourselves, but for other people. But not all fellowship is helpful. Some fellowship can be very dangerous and even worse than not having one. So I want to introduce you today. What fellowship you need, but not only for 2022, but for the rest of your life for the eternity. So I want us to look at First、uh, John chapter one verses one through ten because it shows us the、uh, the answer. So let's read it together. What was from the beginning? What we have heard? What we have seen with our eyes? What we have looked at and touched with our hands concerning the word of life? And the life was revealed, and we have seen and testify and proclaim to you the eternal life, which was with the Father and was revealed to us. What we have seen and heard, we proclaim to you also, so that you too may have fellowship with us. And indeed, our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son Jesus Christ. These things we write, so that our joy may be made complete. This is the message we have heard from him and announced to you: that God is light, and in Him there is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with Him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light, as He Himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and righteous, so that He will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make Him a liar, and His word is not in us. Amen. So let's look at this passage again. What what was from the beginning? So we can see that John normally starts just like a book of Genesis or a book of John. Also says in the beginning there was the Word. What is this Word? The Word is Christ Jesus Himself. Let's continue. What was from the beginning? What we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, what we have looked at and touched with our hands. So you can see that all using all our senses, we have experienced. This word, this truth, we have experienced Jesus Christ concerning the word of life. Verse two, and the life was revealed, and we have seen and testify and proclaim to you the eternal life, which was with 
the Father and was revealed to us. So this word of God, Jesus Christ, was with God the Father, but also he was revealed to us in the physical form so that Jesus Christ was not just in heaven, but he was revealed to us. He manifested himself to us that we could actually see him, we could actually touch him, we could experience even using our physical senses. So this is what John was testifying. He saw Jesus. I mean, he was Jesus' disciple, right? So he truly experienced Jesus Christ, but not just experiencing him. Now here, this John is proclaiming, explaining, proclaiming about who Jesus is, to whom? To us even now, okay? So that's what it is. And then uh, verse 3, what we have seen and heard. So it's not just uh, John himself, but he said we, meaning plural, us. So uh, there are few other people. There are many others who actually saw Jesus and experienced Jesus. Okay, And these people have seen and heard and they proclaim to us also so when you are sharing the gospel, when you are truly uh, preaching or proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ, you are not just saying it out of nowhere. You are sharing what you have heard, what you have touched, what you have experienced. Very, very important. So even when I'm proclaiming the gospel to you, I'm not just sharing the gospel, something that I never experienced, but I am sharing this gospel, something that I have experienced myself as well. But here's the thing. Very, very important. What is the purpose of proclamation? What are you? Why are you preaching the word of God? It says, so that, in verse 3, so that you too may have fellowship with us, okay, with the church, and indeed our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. So here, John is clearly saying, yes, we experienced Jesus, okay, and we are proclaiming Jesus to you, but for what? The purpose is for you also can have fellowship. Okay, keyword here is the fellowship. But fellowship with what? Uh, earlier I began with warning that not all fellowship is health, healthy or helpful. Some fellowship can be dangerous. But here, the fellowship with us, meaning the people of God. So we are, I am proclaiming, I am preaching this message to you. So first, you can have fellowship with the church, people of God. But ultimately, this fellowship is with whom? With God himself, with Jesus Christ. So this is the purpose of proclamation. So proclamation is not to add more information for you or uh, it's not to introduce uh, some religion to you, but it's for you to have relationship, for you to have fellowship with God. Now, some people come to church and they listen to um, lots of preaching or not just in the church, but they listen to preaching in the YouTube and uh, so many in the social media. That's good, but for what? What's the reason? Some people may say, okay, for this year, 2022, one of my uh, personal resolution, New Year's resolution is to grow my morality. So, you know, the preaching is very helpful. So a lot of people actually listening to the preaching for their moral development. I want to be a better person. You know, I want to be uh, better than last year, 2021. I used to be a bad person, but uh, not anymore. Well, that should not be the goal for your listening to the preaching because the, there is the purpose of preaching again here. For what? For fellowship with God. 
Okay, so I am here even now. Uh, I am preaching this message not to impress you or not to entertain you, but for you to have relationship, for you to have fellowship with Christ Jesus. That's the purpose of doing this. Okay, so end goal of listening to this passage or message would be your growing in fellowship with Christ Jesus, our Lord. Very, very important. Okay, so let's continue with um, the, today's passage. In verse 4, these things we write so that our joy may, may be made complete. But the, the question is, okay, so we will have a fellowship with God, and uh, but who is God? Now, the book of John, the uh, book of 1 John is also very uh, uh, clear about who God is. Look at verse 5. This is the message we have heard from him and announced to you, that God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. So what does it say? Okay, I am proclaiming this message for you so that you can have a fellowship with God. But who is God? God is light. God is light. And there is no darkness. So here is the totally new level of fellowship. Okay. So, you know, in next this year, you know, you might have you might meet some people, new people, and that's exciting. Sometimes it's a scary, um, but and you might want to ex, you might have an expectation that, you know, this year I want to meet some better people than last year. You know, I have friends, I mean they're good, but you know, uh, they're they're not perfect. But the, here is the brutal truth that there is no perfect person in the world. So no matter who you meet in your life, they all have mistake and they all have some kind of problem, okay? However, here's a totally new level of fellowship that you when you have fellowship with God, you need to know who He is. Who is He? He is light and He is perfect. There's no darkness in Him. He is different from us. We have darkness, right? We have our own sin, so we are faulty. We have so many stains in our life. However, God is perfect. There's no stain in Him. He is perfectly um, bright, and there's no darkness in Him at all. So the last question is this. What does it look like to have a fellowship with God who is light? Okay, when you are in the bright room, bright room, and you might like, okay, this is good. You know, this is better than darkness. Is that it? Well, that's much more than just being in the bright room. Okay, so let's continue to read this passage. First, look at verse six. If we say that we have fellowship with Him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light, as He Himself is in the light. It is the light. We have fellowship with one another in the blood of Christ Jesus. His Son cleanses us from all sin. So what does it really say? Here we see that when you have fellowship with God, that means you will walk in the light. What does it mean to walk in the light? It means you live in the light. You live like the light. So having fellowship with God, it's not just having a cup of tea or uh, eating lunch together with Him, but it is actually to live like God. Okay, that is what it means to live, uh, have a fellowship with God. So because God is light, 
then your lifestyle, your life would be like living in the light. Okay. Now the question is, what does it mean to live in the light? So let's uh, continue. In verse 8, if we say that we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous so that he will forgive us our sins and cleanses us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. What does it mean? Hmm, it's interesting that if you live in the light, then your lifestyle would be like this, that we confess our sins and he is righteous, faithful, and he will forgive our sins. So what, what does it really uh, mean to us? If you truly live with God who is light, then your lifestyle would be a life of repentance. Repentance. Now, what does repentance mean? It means to turn away from your sin, but it's really starting with your confession that you are a sinner. You sin against the Lord. And then the good news is, if you confess your sin to God, then He is not going to put you in jail or He's not going to abandon you or leave you or forsake you, but He will forgive you. Okay, so that is the promise that we see here in this passage. But it really starts with this, that you confess your sin. But when you are in the light, this is what, what's happening. Because light is shining and there should be no darkness, or the darkness would be exposed so that you will see your darkness and that you will confess your sin. And that's what, what's happening here. So in our life, in the, in the, real, in the real life, if you are truly walk with Christ to Jesus, then Jesus, who is the light, will shine in your life and he will show you darkness in your life. In other words, he will show you sin in your life. Okay. Now, most people would not like this because, again, when they come to church, they want to have some emotional comfort or some sort of encouraging message for them, or some sort of encouragement for them to move on to the next day. But nobody wants to hear that, oh, I am a sinner and I had to repent. I want to, I need to stop what I was doing. I need to uh, turn away from my sin. Well, it is a hard message. But here's the thing. Again, the reason why we are proclaiming the Word of God is for you to have a relationship, for you to have a fellowship with God who is the light so that you will live in the light. But living in the light is a life of repentance, turning away from your sin, and you are being continued to be exposed by the light so that you will continue to see the deeper, um, deeper level of sin that you never even recognized in the past. So your sins will be exposed. Your sins will be revealed. And what you need to do is not to have a guilty, but it is to confess your sin, turn away from your sin. But good God, our gracious God, is going to forgive you because he sacrificed his own son to forgive your sin. There is no sin that cannot be forgiven by the blood of Christ Jesus because he, his Blood is the most powerful blood to forgive all our sins. So what we need to do is to confess. But to confess our sins, our sins must be shown. But to be shown, we need to be in the light. And God is the light. When you are in Him, your sins will be forgiven. I mean, exposed. So that is what it means to live in the light or walking in the light. Do you have that fellowship? Well, when I, I've been married for 20 years. 
two years already. And the first few years of my marriage life was very tough because we we're almost fighting every day. And then I used to think that I'm the right person and she was not, she was not. And then she needs, she's the one who needs to correct. And she is the one who needs to apologize to me, but I always end up uh, for me to apologize for her. So, uh, so our argument was finished whenever I said, I'm, I'm sorry, I was the one who was wrong. But honestly, many times I didn't feel like I was guilty. I, I felt like I was not doing anything wrong. I was always right. However, the years go by, the older I get, I began to, to realize that I was not really right. I had so many uh, faulty thoughts in my mind, and then I was not mature at all. So the decisions I made was not right at the time. And even now, you know, I'm, the decisions I'm making is not perfect. So the more I live with my wife, the more I have a fellowship, true fellowship with her, I began to see who I really am. And then I began to really learn that I am not that good person at all. I'm a person of, uh, I made so many bad mistakes in my life. However, I'm very thankful that she uh, put up with her, with me and then she endured uh, living with me. So the more I have this fellowship, I began to see uh, more the dark side of myself, but at the same time, I'm not depressed or I am not disappointed about myself because I know uh, the love is covering my mistake, uh, my um, faulty human being I am because my wife forgave me and then she was, um, she, she endured uh, for me, with me as well. So this is the small example of what it means to have a fellowship. When you have a fellowship, true fellowship with someone, then you will begin to see who you really are. Doesn't mean that you are a better person or you're actually a good person, but actually you are in a bad side and you need to turn away. You need to change so many things and you'll be thankful for those who are living with you, right? So that how much more it would be when you are exposed by God and His light when you have a relationship, when you have a true fellowship with Him, He will shine on you more and more and then your sins will be exposed, but not to accuse you, not to destroy you, but to correct you, but to cure you, but to forgive you so that it, in return, you will become more like God. It, this is so many times we see that in the uh, in the scripture that in Leviticus 11.45, I am holy, so you must be holy. I am your God, you are my people, so you must be holy. First Peter chapter 1, verse 15 and 16 also says, I am holy, so you must be holy. This is God's calling. When you are truly become God's people, when you truly become Christian, you are not just going to church for religion, religious sake, but you are going there because you have relationship with God so that because you have a relationship with God, you will become more like Him. But how? Through repentance, through confessing your sin and turning away from your sin. You need to walk in the light continually. Okay, so one-time repentance is not enough. It must be on a daily basis because the more you walk with the Lord, He is going to show you what you need to correct, what you need to stop, and what you need to turn away from, and what you need to uh, continue to do.
So there, but there is a tool to do that. It is the Word of God. Second, Second uh, Timothy chapter three verses fifteen through seventeen clearly shows the benefit of the Scripture. It is really good for rebuking and correction. So the man of God would be worthy, would be equipped to do good. Works so without God's word, you cannot truly see where you are and who you are and what you need to correct, what you need to stop doing. Okay, so word of God is like a mirror, right? When you see mirror, what do you see? Sometimes you may think, like, oh, I'm so handsome, but most of the time you might say, I need to wash my face. Okay, I need to. I have so much of a um, the dirty spots I need to wash. Yes, the Bible, the Word of God is just like that. You need to look at the Word of God, then you will see the light of God because the Jesus is the Word and He is the light. The light will shine to you when you read God's Word. So when you read the Word of God, sometimes or many times you may feel like, oh my goodness, I'm doing something wrong. Then what you need to do is to confess to God and uh, turn away from that. You, you just stop doing it. Good news is, again, He will forgive you. He's not going to accuse you. He will forgive you. So be corrected. And every day, you will find yourself to become more like God. That's what it means to have fellowship with God who is light. So I want to encourage you. I want to invite you to read God's word every day. Meditate on it and memorize the word of God and pray to the Lord that he is going to continue to reveal himself to you uh, and you will be able to repent uh, to turn away from your sin and to become more like him. So every day we're going through Last year, we went through 365 empowerment. Every day, I posted a video with one, uh, with one Bible verse um, every day, 7 o'clock. But I'm not doing it this year. However, you can still do that. Uh, we have a 365 empowerment calendar, so you can download it. And every day at 7, 7 a.m., it will pop up because the Word of God is not about uh, learning a new things every day, but you are repeating what you have learned uh, because the Word of God has the power, double-edged sword so whatever you read from God's word it can penetrate your heart as the light so that the light will shine and expose all the hidden sins in your life so that you can uh, find your sins and you can uh, repent from them okay so I want to highly encourage you to continue with this 365 empowerment project uh, and then uh, every week you will also see the new post of, um, with my preaching and then the sharing the word of God so that you can continue to keep up with uh, spiritual discipline of reading God's Word, meditating, memorizing, and praying together so that you will see yourself being more sanctified every day. Every day you become more like Him through walking with Him who is the light. So let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We praise you for this wonderful message that you have shown to us today. Yes, you are the light and we were in the darkness and uh, we are hesitant to come to you because uh, many times we love our sin. Just like in the John chapter 3, verse 19, this is the sin that people love the darkness more than the light and they uh, refuse to come to the light. But Father, please forgive us and Father, please uh, lead us to the light continually so that our lives would be changed we our lives would be uh, exposed by the light so that we will not stay in the in the darkness but we'll come to the light and it will be healed and cured and forgiven and they will become more like you please help us and guide us lord we thank you praise you in jesus holy name i prayed amen